Welcome to a Healing Peace Podcast. We partner with JNTEL, a nonprofit organization that provides educational programs to promote emotional and mental health while building our identity in Christ. In this podcast series, you will learn about me, Kimir Baker, the CEO and founder of JNTEL, and other life changers. We inspire, equip, and support you along your journeys. By the renewal of our minds, we overcome life challenges. We renew and rise up. Welcome home. It is always a treat having people discover our little old podcast, A Healing Peace. Thank you for our new followers and subscribers. It is great to have you along this wonderful ride that we've been sharing with one another about emotional health, about healing, about loving God in the process and drawing closer to him as well. If you were with us last week, you heard the first half of my conversation with Fire and Life Talk. Pastor Gary and Gina put me in the hot seat. However, we were not done. After this commercial break, we pick up the conversation about having a renewed mind. Do you feel like you're stuck in a rut and can't seem to move forward? If so, you're not alone. Millions of people struggle with emotional and health challenges every year. However, we believe that everyone deserves to live a happy and fulfilling life, and we are here to help you get there. J-I-N-T-E-L, J-N-T-E-L, now offers coaching services. Receive these benefits when you book a session. Increase self-awareness, improve communication skills, increase confidence, reduce stress, and improve relationships. If you're ready to take the next step, please go to jintel.org slash services to book a free consultation. You know, I found this on your, I think it was on your website, and it says your mindset is the compass that guides you through the storms of chronic illness. Mm -hmm. It helps you combat the lies that try to define your mm -hmm. suffering. Can mm -hmm. you elaborate a little bit on that? Well, in yes. So in that particular passage, I think we just did a series on mindfulness. Uh -huh. And in that series, we, we just talked about how can I be more in tune with who I am from an emotional place, a, a mental place. And in those moments, and in the, that place, sometimes we're bombarded by the non-truth. And, and Gary's already talked about this earlier in terms of society, the images that we see, the conversations that we've had. And, and then after a while, it's easy to believe those lies. And then from a spiritual standpoint, we all know who, are, who is the father of lies. And yeah. so when we are in that state where we're allowing lies to dictate our well-being, we're actually listening to Satan. And in those listening to him, he's guiding us down the path of untruth. And so when we can get back, Gary had already referred to that passage about renewing your mind. When we can get back to God's truth and combating those lies, we let go that capture that's being played in our brains and then not only playing, but then eventually overflowing to how we're actually living our life. Yes. I got one word out of that captivity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. and, and, and 
since we brought old Snoopfoot up, you know, that's that's his purpose is to captivate and torture us. Mm-hmm. You know, I personally, I was in a space where I would just replay and replay, mm-hmm. and replay and replay the trauma. And it was like my brain physically and spiritually was in chains. Mm-hmm. And I know that I'm not the only one that experienced those things, mm-hmm. you know. And so I guess what I'm getting at is that we have to seek help. Yeah. Okay. We have to develop and maintain a prayer life. Mm-hmm. But we also, Bible says, in everything we get, get understanding. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if we get anxiety, if we're not sleeping. Why? Get an mm-hmm. understanding. Mm-hmm. And I've, 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 I've learned personally the benefits mm-hmm. of seeking out help and things of that nature. But I know we may have some some listeners here in the U.S. or, or, or around the world that say, well, I would love to do that. I see some inconsistencies in some places where I need help, but I can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would you say with, with uh, someone with that situation or condition or challenge? Yeah. And. I mean, that is actually what spurred our nonprofit on was to be able to provide resources that is financially conducive to what's going on. And so I think in that particular case, if you're not coming to us and taking our programs, it starts small again with reading. There's plenty of things that you can pick up about mental health, about, again, your brain to start having that dialogue to understand what's going on. And during that time, saving up to go speak to someone or finding a support group. The support groups are usually a lot cheaper than seeking a one-to-one therapist. And in that support group, they still have tools that you can put to your everyday life to kind of guide you through that hurdle that you're experiencing. So again, being investigative, reading, finding yeah. a support group, saving up, seeing if your that therapist can offer a scholarship where you don't have to pay the full amount, and but not being afraid to have that conversation. Yes. I wanted to take the time to say that, you know, there's a stipulation in certain communities about seeking help mental, for mental health. But I just want to encourage someone that if you're dealing with that, Break through that stipulation, break through that stigma, break through that fear and and seek help. And like Kamir said, that didn't work. Keep seeking, keep seeking out, keep reading books, keep, keep seeking. I can't say it enough. I can't say it enough. But Kamir, part of your program is, is the faith base that you talk about. Can you tell us more about that intersection that the vision that God has given you and that you've implemented to help people concerning the faith-based side of it? Sure. In, in my journey, one of the things that I wrestled with was my own shame and guilt and bringing that shame and guilt into my relationship with God. And because that shame and guilt was so powerful, it was difficult to see that God still loved me, wanted to have a relationship with me and wanted the best for me. But when I read the Bible, I see a God who continues to love and is very merciful, very gracious. And sometimes we don't hear enough of that aspect of him to know that he wants us to come to him and to release those things that is burdening us 
when I think about in the Old Testament, when the Israelites were sinning and God was like, I know you sinned, but just come to me so that you can become and do something different. And unfortunately, when we deal with those aspects of ourselves, we naturally think, okay, well, he doesn't want to be with me. So let me just walk away from him. And when that happens, we, we kind of, kind of end up being paralyzed, so to speak, because even though we may address our deep-seated issues from a trauma perspective, well, we lost God in the process. And, and God is like, no, I, I'm here with you. I, I want you to be, be on this journey with you. And I'm actually providing these resources. So just acknowledge me in the process. But some of us also have experienced, hey, I've reached out to lay persons or individuals in my church and they didn't have the tools to help me. And in fact, they make things worse. And so then that's another reason why I will walk away from my relationship with God. And, and it's, it's so sad because God is like, I want you, I, I want to be right. with you. Right. I, I want to make sure that you have what you need to get through this next part of that journey. And one of the things that I found for myself is that when God was in the picture, my healing journey was exponentially growing. Like I was growing because I allowed him into that journey. And so for our organization, we're like, hey, let's bring God back into the conversation, but in a safe way, not from those previous experiences, but in the manner of that he's with us that he gave us emotions to begin with. He already talked about the brain because he created it. So how can I feel safe with him as I take this journey? And again, one of the things that I've learned is that they both intersect. They they both complement one another because God cares about our overall well-being. Yes. And everything you mentioned, that brings up, that brings us into a balance. Yes. You know, and a wholeness. And that's where, where God wants us to be. And in the midst of what you said, too, is God comforts us. Yes, like you does. said, he knows there's nothing hidden from him. He knows the condition mm-hmm. that we're in. But again, I go back to sometimes we have to understand how we got there, where we at, how we got there. Mm-hmm. I've learned on a personal level that when I thought my life was so bad, and dealing with physical ailments, I found that it was just a chemical imbalance. Mm-hmm. That I would eat a banana and feel better. <laughs> you know, and sometimes, sometimes it's just not that simple. Yeah. But sometimes we're missing the nutrients, yeah. or or yeah. we have a chemical imbalance that meds could take care of. But there's an extreme side to that too. But we have to find out what's what we're going through as individuals, and everything yeah. doesn't work for everyone. But also, too, I wanted to bring up, we, we have to address that some things are sin nature. Mm-hmm. And but I don't I don't want to because we've talked about this before, but I don't want to sin is a burden. But I don't want to condemn anyone in this conversation. Mm-hmm. We just know that when you come to God, a lot of times, like you were saying, we turn away from God because we feel so filthy and dirty and mm-hmm. condemned. But like you said, God is a comforter. God welcomes us in. If mm-hmm. we make that move, he'll he'll make a way out of no way. Yes. Make every crooked thing straight in our lives. He's a mind regulator. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a proponent for a sound yes. mind. But if we just seek him, 
Yeah. Uh, we promise that we'll find it. Yeah. And, and I would like to add with the sin component, one of the things that I've seen and, and witnessed is if you're in a situation where you feel as though you no longer have control, like you don't have the discipline to address that sinful nature, more likely there's deep set of issues or experiences that you dealt with or you didn't deal with. And it's surfacing and it's overflowing in these sinful behaviors. And so it can be an indicator to say, hey, I I need to go see what is the root cause for this behavior. I like I know this isn't what God wants of me, but there's something there that's nagging at me that's keeping me trapped in this behavior. I need to go figure out. What is behind? What is the root of all these things? Yeah, and that's and that's good. Again, that's that process about getting the understanding. And God allows those triggers mm-hmm. to say, "Hey, something's going wrong." That's just like uh, your light coming on in your car. It's like, "Hey, check the engine." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something, that's, something that's running right. You need to check that engine. Yeah. And like like us as men, I mentioned before. A lot of times, you know, we got to check under the hood. Yes, right. Yeah. We had to check under the hood and, and, and see how things are going. And I found nothing better to compare or or to to judge ourselves, not in a condemning way, mm-hmm. but in a way of inspect in inspecting ourselves mm-hmm. is the word of God. Yeah. Because yeah. we can read the word of God and see what position or mm-hmm. place that we're set. But I, I know I, I see the fire burning. Go ahead. No, I also wanted to add to your statement that I'm so grateful that you brought up about the chemical imbalance. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that that is a, a perspective that we don't necessarily have a conversation about. And as you were saying that, one of the things going back to the person who may have diabetes, you don't tell them to stop taking insulin or a person who needs surgery. You don't tell them to not have surgery if it can help remove the ailment that they're dealing with. And and that's the same for mental illness. Some individuals really do need medicine to fix that chemical imbalance. But because of our society and because of the stigmatism associated, we won't do it. And you hear about so many times of individuals like, oh, he got off his medicine and, and then now he's on the corner doing X, Y, and Z. But if we had that same mindset of if I went to a doctor because my knee was hurting or even dealing with a basic cold, like you do things differently when you have a cold because you want to heal from it. And yeah. so it, that's very similar to our brain. Sometimes our brain needs more than just having a conversation. It does need more than just sleeping and eating better or exercising, it needs more and it's okay to seek that additional help and okay to take those things. Yes. And and that's true. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's okay. And if it doesn't work the first time, you know, I I just love sharing my personal experiences. I've had many doctors (laughs) (laughs) over the years and I've learned how, and that's why one of my first questions was earlier in the show was how do you find you know the right doctor mm-hmm. and of course you got to pray yeah and again interview them and i had <laughs> one doctor was it and you know what it, it just seems like because we had another show it's like 
I'm always bashing the doctors. I am not bashing the doctors. I'm just sharing my experiences. But there was a doctor so arrogant, like, how dare you interview me? I'm like, how dare you question that I'm interviewing you? You know, I'm supposed to put my trust in you, you know, to take care of me. So that was X'd out. I said, we're going to save each other, each other's time because I'm out. But but yeah, it's it's important. We have to realize that doctors are, are, are people. They're human, too. And doctors see doctors. Mm-hmm. You know, but but we have to pray. I, I just thank God. Once we did put that thing to some serious prayer, mm-hmm. God said a God sent doctor into yes. our life. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's been great. But we still need those daily things that we practice to keep under the hood running, running good. So yeah. do you have any other encouragement, any other tools, anything that you can share with us? Yeah. So th- there's three that I talk about a lot. They're they're simple, but we don't necessarily think of them as tools. The first one is journaling. It gives a a person an opportunity just to be transparent, formulate your your experiences, work through your emotions in a safe way. So I always recommend having that opportunity just to sit down by yourself and, and just write through what you're feeling, what you're experiencing, so that it gives you an opportunity to have a release and you're not stuffing those experiences and you're not allowing your brain to hold on to it and replay it over and over. So it is a, a, a easy tool and, and a great release. The second one, which I talk about a lot, is breathing techniques. Mm-hmm. And I use the 478 rule where you uh, hold, inhale for four seconds, hold for seven, and exhale for eight. And that actually breathing rule was so helpful for me because I was one of the individuals that struggles with anxiety. And in that anxiety realm, I realized that I wasn't breathing. And so if you're in a position where you're not breathing, go ahead and do that 478. It relaxes you. It gives your brain opportunity to, again, release things, open things up, and be able to just think clearer and be able to function easier because you're having the right breathing. And then the last one is just basic self-care, which is watch what you're eating, your diet, exercising, drinking plenty of fluids. Sometimes we're just not drinking enough water. Yes, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's yeah. Sometimes it's the simple things. Yeah. Yeah. And and these are all things that are free. Nothing that I express. You have to go through. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the... You, you may have to buy a journal, but what, three, four dollars? You can find a cheap one. You can get a little notebook. It doesn't have to be fancy. But these are things that we can put into practice that really do help our emotional and mental health. Yeah, I know getting outside is a, is a, and getting some natural sunlight. Yes. You know, that vitamin D is so important. Yeah. You know, some of us need some extra vitamin D. But and for those that don't know, we're broadcasting out of Texas and we're getting plenty of sun right now. <laughs> so, so I will encourage you if you're in Texas or in the southwest, <laughs> if you want to step out and get some of that natural vitamin D, make sure you're hydrated. Don't, don't stay out there too long. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Mayor, we, we appreciate you so much. Yes. Oh my um, I'm so excited about J Intel. Do you have any, and I know we didn't get into all the programs, so that's, I mean, get into all the things that you have and what Jay Intel mm-hmm. offers, and I'm excited, but, but okay, I got like nine thoughts going through my head. <laughs> Visit the site, jintel.org, mm-hmm. okay, 
And I'm going to dive in. I know well, we looked over it briefly to get some information in the interview. I just told all the secrets, right? But, but yeah, we can go in and get some helpful tips, get some more information. So I encourage you to do that. But do you have anything down the line that you're working on? That you would yes. Like to share? Yes, yes. Our Living Free to Be Me program, we're having a session the end of August, September for the fall. And I spoke about that earlier. It's a seven-week program where we walk through healing from emotional wounds from previous relationships. And I love the program. Of course, I'm biased to it, but it's just a great opportunity to release some of those experiences, to get back to your authentic self, to have that self-forgiveness to be able to identify your strengths, your capabilities, and, and be able to nurture yourself in that way. So I, I definitely recommend when you go to the website, go to events and then book Living Free to Be Me and sign up for it because it's definitely a, a program that will enrich your spirit. We are working through the price points, but again, affordable. We, we try not to make things complicated. But that's one of our programs. It's nationwide. We do it online so that you have the benefit to being able to do that in your home. You don't have to worry about trying to show up somewhere. And again, we established it in a way where it's in a group setting as well so that you're building your own community in the process of healing. Yeah, that's that's great. You know, a lot of times when, when people are talking, I just hear one word you know, out of the whole conversation, I'm listening to the whole conversation, but, but what intrigued me with that, you said we walk through with you. Yes. That's and true. that is such a great thing to know that someone can grab your hand in comfort and walk you through your situation and circumstance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I thank you for embracing the vision that God has given you. Yeah. And we have to understand that where we're at now in life doesn't mean that we have to stay there. And we have to also understand, I always said this from my experiences, we've been homeless, we went through a lot, but I learned to embrace it while we was in the midst of it because I knew God would bring us out. Right. But but when we came out, he made us whole, we're able to go back in mm-hmm. and tell people, hey, you can make it. You don't have to stay here no matter how you made it here. So I, I brought that up to, to see that God did that with you. Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so I can say confidently I'm able to share these things because I've been through it and, it, and it's coming yeah. from a pure place. It's not coming yes. because I'm trying to one up you and, and be so intelligent, but more so to give back what God gave me in the midst of my healing journey. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, too, I understand that you have a podcast. Oh, yes. As you can tell, I like to talk. <laughs> you just lit up with that. <laughs> yes. I, yeah, it's, it's, it's my child, actually. And okay. it, it's been great. It's been very therapeutic for me because I share a lot of my journey and the things that I've learned. But I also invite people on the show. So we interview social workers, we interview therapists, we interview everyday overcomers. Earlier this year, we actually had someone on the show who was in a domestic violence situation and just hearing her story of how, with God's help, she was able to break free from that. And so we have people on the show that just has great insight to just really help us to walk through 
those difficult parts of our lives and, and do it in a way, again, where God is holding our hand. Yes. Yeah. So I don't mean to be rude or anything, but I guess we're going to invite ourselves on your podcast. <laughs> You know, because <laughs> every area you mentioned, we can we can share God experience in there. But the podcast is called a healing piece. Yes, And what what are the platforms you can find on? Oh, we're everywhere. So wherever you get your music or podcast app, you'll find us. So Apple, Google, the Spotify. Yeah, Spotify, we're there. <laughs> Castbox FM, we're there. So all those places. Oh, we we gonna have to get with your publicist because there's a few of those <laughs> that we that we're missing. <laughs> but I tell you what, we, we're almost out of time, Kamir, and and I knew it wasn't gonna be enough time. And you have a standing invitation to yes. come back on the show. Please do. Uh, I wasn't able to get all the comments on, but. Uh, again, it's a serious topic. It's a it's a intriguing topic to learn about ourselves. Again, I can't say it enough. Thank you for embracing the yes. vision that God has given you. And you. because a lot of times we can walk in fear and say, "Oh man, I can't do this." Yes. And, oh yeah. So you can testify. <laughs> for sure. For sure. God is always telling me, "Hey, I'm with you. I'm holding your hands. Get it together." Yeah. But yeah. but again, it comes from these are not the conversations we have on a normal basis. And so, am I raising my hand to have this conversation? <laughs> but, <laughs> but God is more powerful than me, and yes. He knows what I can provide and what I can't. And He's very gracious, and yes. He leads me in this area. Amen. Yeah. So His grace is sufficient. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We have to understand the vision and the calling is way bigger than us. Way yes. Yeah. We just have to stay <laughs> humble and, and, and trust God in the midst of it. And you're doing a great job. Great. Proud of you. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate you. So for those corporate sponsors, we know you're watching. You know, yes. get in touch. AD, <laughs> Premier, <laughs> yeah. Baker, tell her we sent you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, tell her we yeah. sent you. And here's the uh, uh, email uh, information that's on the screen. Again, be supportive. Continue to keep her at yes. prayer. And we just want to thank you today for yes. tuning in to the Fire and Life Talk. I got some questions. I can't wait to get off the screen. I got some more questions that we're going to have back on. But thank you again. And thank you for having me on your show. For those who have been listening, I hope and pray that you received information to encourage you on your emotional health and healing journey. Come back in November where we will be back to our normal format. We have another man coming on the show to share his experiences about being a hostage. His story is amazing and will help us to end this year knowing the power of having a renewed mindset to overcome our challenges. Until then, have a great week.